Yeah. Mike check of the guards. Mike check of the guards. Yeah. The shining represents the light that's in the darkness. A diamond. Y'all they ready when I drop this. The timing. Remarkable and in the lime. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm gonna welcome you to another episode of the Unpopular Podcast. It's your boy Jalen and Hey man, t- you know, yesterday was my birthday, so I'm kind of excited about that, you know, uh, thank God to see another year, and uh, yeah, I'm excited, so thank for all the people that did the, or sent well wishes and everything, and yeah, but let's 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 get to it, because this, this episode is a little more serious than, than most episodes, and let's, let's just get right into it, so women. Here's the thing about women. Women are the, I think women are the strongest people on this earth. I mean, they're the only people that can give birth. They're the only people that can tolerate some of the crap that they go through in society with men. Now, don't get me wrong. I know men go through things too, but we're not talking about men right now. We're talking about women. We're talking about respecting women. We're talking about understanding that just because you're a woman or just because your 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 gender is different doesn't mean that you're anything you're any less than me or doesn't mean that I'm anything more than you women should be treated with respect women should be treated as prizes women should be treated as as something women should be treated as people Let's say that not and not people of lesser ilk than men or people of lesser ilk than Caucasians or any other gender race. Women should be treated equally. And I start off by that. I start that I start off this episode because I start off. (laughs) I start this episode off because. As we saw in the news or the sports news this week or last week. Let's just start with the biggest news. So we've been talking for a couple of weeks now about this whole Reskin scandal that's going on about there was a bombshell report that was going to uh, shine light on the negative or shine light on uh, some some things that Washington as an organization was doing. And it wasn't going to be pretty from what we were told before we saw the report. Then we saw the report. And the nastiness of the report. So the report was saying that now this is all alleged, but this is all alleged. Let's just say this. There was at least 15 women cheerleaders that were um, getting, for lack of a better term, pimped out for uh, to season ticket holders. They were pretty much sex trafficked. They were um, discriminated against. uh, And. Some of the old, you know, old coaches and old old players would get or going back and forth, you know, and it's just. Here's the thing, man. Again, I don't know if any of this is true, but I do know that a lot of this report was focusing on Dan Snyder knew knew about all of this. And not only did he know about all this, he participated. He was the ringleader in a lot of it. And he did absolutely nothing to stop it. In fact, he did most of the things to keep it going. Now, 
again, I don't know if this report is true, but if it is true, which a lot of a lot of the sources in the NFL are pretty much leaning towards it being true. Not to mention, he he's saying that we're going to do an uh, an unbiased investigation. How are you going to do an unbiased investigation? And you're a billionaire, bro, and you're the one that's hiring the <laughs> hiring the offshore investigator. But that's neither here nor there. The fact of the matter is this: there is not an organization in this world that would allow fifteen men. To get pimped out, to get uh, sex trafficked, to get um, pretty much you only work if you fulfill these sexual deeds to somebody else. No organization in the world would allow that to happen if it was men. Not to mention, and the thing that's worse about this whole situation is I thought when I heard this, oh yeah, it's over for Dan Snyder. It's it's over for him, you know. I, and again, I know I'm a Washington fan, and I know a lot of this, a lot of this, like it's over with, is rooted on not just this report, but everything that's happened in the organization since Dan Snyder took ownership of the Washington team. And I was like, oh yeah, it's over for Dan, bro. Not only is 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 there seismic evidence? I'm not gonna say seismic, but seismic. Uh, proof to back up a lot of this report but this report does not shine any positive light on him any positive light on jay gruden who was the former coach of the of the team doesn't shine any positive light on the organization or the culture or the culture and it's funny of the culture in general and it's funny because when i say culture i remember I, i don't remember i think it was maybe 2009 when bruce allen said uh Washington is a great culture. People would love to come to Washington as far as the football team. It's time to treat women to understand that this world does not rotate if there is no women on this earth. There should be no reason why a woman or women, 15 plus women, should get should have to go through something like that just to keep a job. And and the worst part about it, and this really not not only does this shine light on the toxic toxicity of the Washington Redskins culture, but it also shines light on the fact that the NFL this was the NFL's chance, right? This was the NFL's chance to be like, you know what? Not even not just the NFL, but the NFL and the owners. This was their chance to be like, you know what? We read the report. There's seismic evidence proving this report. It's time to to force Dan Snyder to to um, retire or force Dan Snyder to 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 sell the team. It's time that we galvanize behind. We're not good at galvanizing behind our players. The only thing the NFL is really good at is galvanizing behind the owners. They're not really good at galvanizing behind uh, causes. Yeah, they said they're going to support Black Lives Matter, but that was after the seismic tidal wave that has come their way. And seeing as though almost 90% of the league is black, they, they had to say something. So they're not really good on backing causes. 
or people starting causes because again Colin Kaepernick is still not in the league they're not really good on supporting black people of higher ups because I think there might be only five or six head coaches that are African actually I don't even I don't even think there's five or six black coaches that are African-American I don't know there might be one or two African-American owners maybe or in most of the African-American coaches are wide receiver coaches or running back coaches. They don't get the – They very. it's very rare that you get an Eric Bieniemy, who is a, I believe, the defense – no, offensive coordinator. Even though he's, he's, he's qualified enough to be a head coach, nobody will give him a shot. So, like I said, the NFL is not good with, with supporting blacks as terms of um, – higher up positions this was the nfl's chance to be like you know what we've dropped the ball in so many areas let's galvanize behind these women behind women in general behind cheerleaders behind the women that yes every nfl player is a male however there are, if 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 you're saying that in, if you're saying football is a male sport, right? Then there shouldn't be cheerleading or cheerleaders at the games. I get cheerleading is a sport when it's competitive cheerleading, but if we're talking about in a, football is a male sport, don't have cheerleaders. Don't have homegirl. I think Carrie Underwood or something, whatever her name is, sing the anthem for Monday Night Football or no Sunday Night Football. Like don't don't do that then. So this was the NFL's chance. To galvanize around these women, the victims, uh, uh, the 15 victims at the Washington that was in the report, galvanized behind all players, I mean, all cheerleaders, all women, and and show them that you guys matter and you guys, we, we, you guys are valued in this organization. And the best way to do that was to A, force Dan Snyder to sell the team, and B, at least release a statement saying, yo, we support y'all. You know, we're, we're sorry for what happened. That should never have happened. This, that, and the third. That's all they needed to do. That's all the NFL needed to do. But what did the NFL do? Pretty much nothing. I think they might have fined Washington some money. Again, finding finding a team, finding a team like millions of dollars is nothing to a billionaire so they find the washington team and i think they took a couple second and third round draft picks which which really does absolutely i'm not gonna say it does nothing but it really does nothing it it doesn't in fact this i guess quote-unquote disciplinary action did nothing but show how tone deaf the nfl continues to be and i'm not you know what i'm not even gonna say they're tone deaf because they're not this really shows you what the nfl cares about what the nfl galvanizes behind time and time and time and time again the nfl has a chance to champion somebody else champion an organization champion a person champion people but what do they do? They they hide behind that shield and they hide behind those those I'm not gonna say hide behind, but they stand with the owners that I guess pay whatever they pay. When honestly, you can have all the owners in the world. If there's no fans, if there's no players, there's no owners. 
But again, they released a statement pretty much saying, you know, we read the report. Uh, we're sorry for what happened. Um, Washington will get hit like with a punishment or something. However, Dan Snyder, they didn't really say this, but what 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 Adam Schefter is saying is, damn, damn, Dan Snyder is more than likely gonna continue to be the head or the the G or the owner of the team. They're not gonna force him to sell. All you had to do was look all all other NFL owners. I think you need out of thirty two NFL or yeah thirty two NFL teams. I believe you need only need like twenty three. 23 votes to forcibly make an owner sell the team. This happened with Donald Sterling. All you needed was 23. And I believe you had 23 if you would have done the poll or done the done the vote. But they didn't. And Dan Snyder is still going to be the owner of the team. These women still are pretty much getting swept under the rug. And it's like. The worst part about it, the worst part about this whole thing is when Dan Snyder made the statement saying the reports, he did, he never, first of all, he never said the report was false. He said after reading the report, um, it's, it's deeply saddening to hear what happened, um, under my, under my supervision, the Redskins are going to be, or the Washington team is going to be better and the culture is going to be you know, people are gonna want to come be come to the Washington Redskins. He didn't apologize for anything that was in that report. He didn't say the report was false. He didn't say the report was true. He didn't say, "Okay, let me step." I understand. I, I understand what happened. Let me step back. Let me let me bring somebody in, or let me step down. He didn't say none of that. What he did was said, "Yo, well, my fault." I mean, I read the report. In lack of a better term, what he said was, you know what? I read the report. Ah, John Wild, bro. Um, but look, don't worry about that. Moving forward, we're going to be straight. Um, moving forward, you know, y'all ain't got to worry about me. Y'all ain't got to worry about the the Washington team. We're going we gonna to change the name, and we're we going to be straight. Ain't, that ain't, that ain't going to happen no more. He didn't, like, here's the thing, bro. The reason why it is just okay, I'm not going to say it's okay, because none of this is okay, but the reason why this didn't get the attention that it needed, it got the attention for maybe 48 hours, maybe 48 hours, but the reason why it didn't get the attention that it deserved is because it was about 15 cheerleaders. And that's as simple as it. That's 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 it. It was about fifteen cheerleaders. It'd be different if it was fifteen players. It'd be different if it was fifteen coaches. It'd be different if it was fifteen hell ball boys. It was fifteen cheerleaders. So because of that, they understand that a woman only holds maybe twenty four to forty eight hours of sports mainstream attention before they get swept under the rug which should which should not be the case at all there is there is great women in sports right now you have 
so many women in so in so many different outlets. You have ESPN, you have Fox Sports, you have the podcast circuit, you have ESPN or the radio circuit, you have YouTube, you have content creating. There are so many great women in 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 sports, and it's, there there's so many great women all over. The, I mean, everywhere, of course, but just specifically talking about sports, there's so many great women in sports that. It's it's hard for me if I was a woman, and of course it's hard for me to 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 imagine being a woman. But if I was a woman, I would feel some type of way, seeing as though the lar- one of the largest organizations in the world that is the NFL, I would have an, a problem if one of the largest organizations in the world continuously show that they don't really care about not just women, but causes that they should care about that's easy to care about and even if you don't care about it at least support it it is easy to say to say you know what we were wrong we brought in uh blaine gabbert a couple times um chase daniels had his job at least you know we were wrong let's 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 hug colin kaepernick let's bring him in it's easy to do that no one's asking him to be a starting quarterback they're just asking for him to give his job back it's easy for them to be like, you know what? We were wrong. These what what happened to these cheerleaders were wrong. We we should we should we should we should we should do something. We should we should support them. It's easy to do that, but they continuously do not do that. So if I was a woman, especially a woman in the sports world, I would un, I would I would be sitting back today thinking, why is it that or it's it's crazy to me that Time and time and time again, things happen to women and they and it doesn't even matter the stats, the status of women. And we'll talk about that in the next. We'll talk about it in a second. It doesn't even matter the status of the woman or the sport at that. We continue to get marginalized. We continue to get swept under the rug problems and, and issues that we face whether it's sexual harassment um whether it's sex reports like we got with the washington report whether it's um equal pay or unequal pay whether it's an equal job opportunity whether it's um unequal screen time whether it's like there be there should be no reason right there should be no reason and this is this is just a broad there should be no reason why it should be easy for a woman like Josina Anderson to just leave ESPN. For everything that Josina Anderson's done, especially for for football and breaking stories, there should be no reason why we're looking at Josina Anderson different from we look different than we look at uh, Adam Schefter or or Woj or or Woj or Adrian Wojnarowski. There should be no reason why we look at, um, yeah, there should be no reason why Jamel Hill shouldn't be looked at the same as Kevin Agandi. Actually, no, there should be, because Jamel Hill has done more for ESPN and sports than Kevin Agandi. And I love Kevin Agandi. There's no disrespect. But what I'm saying is, there, there's, if I was a woman in sports, I would think twice about continuing to be in i would i mean i know you do i know a lot of people do it men and women because they love it but there should be no it's not just it's not just behind the camera it's in front of the camera it is on sports teams it's cheerleading it's 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 front offices like 
think about it. Think about it. I don't think there's one female owner. And there's a team in Green Bay who I don't even think has an owner. I think the state owns the team. So it's this story, this 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 story continues or just 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 puts the icing on the cake and the fact that or just solidifies the fact that the NFL cares more about the owners, cares more about the brand than doing the right thing. And the fact that Dan Snyder today, now this report happened what, last Thursday? Maybe Wednesday, Thursday? Today is Tuesday. There should be no reason why Dan Snyder has not been forced to sell the team. There should be no reason why Dan Snyder hasn't even been reprimanded by this. And he was the overseer. If you read the report, he was the overseer of everything that was going on in this report. Again, it would be different if it was 15 men that were sex that were, I guess, cheerleaders or sexually assaulted by the team for team ticket holders. It's you know, and 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 that brings me to my next story, right? Well, that brings me to the next topic. We're still on this women empowerment thing, and how women should be should be treated equal. And this story showed me that it doesn't matter how big you are as a woman. There's still people and there's still organizations that do not that 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 put that don't have your best interest at heart. They're always going to have theirs, even if that means. Dangering you. And that brings me to my next story about Elena Deladon. Elena Deladon is the reigning, meaning it happened last year, the reigning MVP, most valuable player of the WNBA. The the reigning MVP of the WNBA, Elena Deladon, suffers from Lyme's disease. Now, any regular person that has Lyme, I don't have Lyme disease, but from what I've learned this or last the la- the past week, what I've learned is that an, a normal, an average person cannot be playing at an, a high level in any sport with Lyme disease, seeing as though it is an immune system disease that can kill you if it's not treated right. The fact of the matter is, she has, I think they said she takes 62 or 64 pills a day which for people that aren't really don't aren't really know that's not good for the present or the future that just allows you to be you know allows you to i guess perform at a high level in the in the NBA or WNBA but you're not supposed to be taking 64 pills a year but I'll continue you take 64 pills a day just to go out there and and play basketball because she loves the game of basketball. It uh, helps provide for her family. You know she's she's like she can do what the hell she wants. And with this with with everything going on in the world right now, 
you have the bubbles. You have the NBA bubble and you have the WNBA bubble. By the way, that is another thing. I understand that the NBA makes more than WNBA, but if we're talking, if you really want to know the difference between equality and men versus women, just look at the NBA bubble and look at the WNBA bubble. But I'll keep going. So Elena Deladon, Lyme disease. Everything going on the corona, with the coronavirus, you do not want to have a compromised immune system because you're more likely to not only catch the coronavirus, but it's more likely to affect you neg- negatively, which could cause death. With people with, e- with deficient immune systems, i.e. Elena Deladon has an, uh, a deficient immune system because she has Lyme's disease. Her her primary physician, her primary care, you know, doctor says, you know what, you might want to hold off on this. Um, this 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 whole virus is still going around. They don't have a candle on it. Uh, you you might not want to go into the. It would it would it would it would serve you best to sit out this season. Due to what's going on in the world, because, like I said, this you have Lyme disease and this could effectively kill you. If you catch the coronavirus or you something happens and, and you know, you want to sit out the season, this, this is this is this is unprecedented times, not only with the world, but in sports. You know, we never thought we'd see a WNBA or an NBA bubble. But here we are. You might want to sit this one out, Elena. So Elena then, Elena Deladon then goes to the WNBA doctors and tells, gives the, gives them the recommendation from her primary caregiver, gives, gives them reports, uh, medical reports, the whole nine yards, because the reason why she's doing this is because she's asking for permission to sit out. Now you can sit out if you want. There have been players like uh, Natasha Cloud that opted to sit out however if you opt to sit out and you don't have a medical reason you don't get paid now if you can't play and opt out like tina charles i think she had surgery on her shoulder or something she couldn't she's she can do it but she opted out and she still gets paid because of medical reasons now natasha cloud opted out because she didn't want to play she she's you know she's not she's getting paid from converse but she's not getting paid from the WNBA. tina charles she had surgery she's not gonna be able to play she opted out she's still getting paid due to they're, they're saying she can't play due to medical reasons which is true elena deladon says yo WNBA, i can't play i'm I, i'm asking to opt out seeing as though my immune system and i'm not able to do it or I'm, I don't want to compromise myself. The WNBA then, I, again, granted, again, Elena Deladon went to a doctor, like a professional doctor, and said, no, you can't do it. Like, you're going to want to chill out. And she still, it's like, you know, okay. Let me just let me just ask the WNBA because honestly, she can she has enough money, I guess, to to just sit out. But of course, 
if if I get it, if I can't play and I want to play, I still want to get paid. You know what I mean? But she asked the WNBA, "Can I sit out due to medical reasons?" The WNBA then comes back and says, "No." Her request was denied because they said that she wasn't being truthful. And her her uh her disease wasn't that serious enough to stop what's going on. Like her her disease wasn't bad enough to 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 hold her out from the season. If that doesn't scream, no, it's not scream. If that doesn't shout from the rooftops, we care about the bottom line more than we care about the people producing the product, that nothing else will. The WNBA, it'd be different if it was the the 13th or 12th or 13th man on the, on the roster saying, yo, I have Lyme's disease. Can I sit out? All right, cool. Yeah, you got it. We'll pay you. You're only getting paid what ten thousand a year. We got you, or sixty thousand a year. We we got you. Just just sit out. Just stay home. But when a reigning MVP, a person that is recognizable in the sport, a person that a person that is important to the sport, when they say, "Hey, I can't do it," ah, nah, you you lying, B. No, you good. You good. We got you. Don't don't worry about it. What a professional. That's unbiased. A professional that's unbiased. Don't, don't worry about what he says. We got you. We got you. Just just come here. And this is the WNBA. That's supposed to be champion, championing women. Look, man. I can stand on the mountaintops. I can stand on the roof and scream out, treat women equally treat women equally but if it doesn't it for years or since the beginning of time all it's been doing is going in one year and not the other for most of america there should be no reason why elena deladon has to now now again the w i mean uh the washington mystics say whether whether whatever the wnba says we'll still pay her her full salary shouts out to the mystics for that but this is bigger than the mist. This is the WNBA saying, "This is the, this is what they're pretty much saying, for lack of a better term, is you know what? Yes, we get that you got problems. We get that you have you know what's what's going on with you. However, you generate money. You are a reigning MVP. You are uh, one of the faces of this league. We can't have you. We can't have this bubble thing, and not have one of the faces of the league play." Like we we can't we can't not have that. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna just be like, nah, you're good, and and we're just gonna hope because you need the money. We're gonna hope that you are okay with that. No, bro. The story with Washington, the Redskins, and and the and the allegations, and the story with the Elena Dellen. Elena Deladon only shows how far we need to go in terms of treating women with respect. Again, I'm just a small podcast. I get it. But this should ring louder 
Because, look, we see it, man. We understand that I can go on, I can go on. In fact, yesterday, my birthday, I watched Sports Center. And I have not heard anything about this Washington um, situation. And I turn around, Washington Redskins and the cheerleaders and sex thing. I haven't heard nothing about that. This happened, I think, Wednesday or Thursday. And I have not heard anything about that since maybe Friday or Saturday. No, Friday, I think. I watched Sports Center again. I think I watched it the five. And I have not heard, I didn't hear anything about Elena Deladon. And how the WNBA is forcing her to choose between a paycheck and her health. Just because they want to put a good product out there. Look. This is just another example that women are not treated equally. Women are not treated with respect. Women are not treated as, as they're treated as um, inferior instead of equals. And in some cases, superior, which which shouldn't be the case at all. Again, think about it like this: the NBA, right? Just a, and, and and the NBA kind of does a lot. Of, now, NBA has its flaws, but NBA does a lot of things right. A lot of things right. The NBA is a players' league. The NBA champions their players. They don't. They don't sit behind, or they don't. They don't galvanize around the owners, because they understand that there's not an owner in the world except no. There's not an owner in the world that's more recognizable and more important to the league than the LeBron James. There's not an owner in the world in the league that's more important than a Steph Curry or Kevin Durant, or Kawhi Leonard, or Kyrie Irving, or Paul George, or Damian Lillard. There is not an owner in this league that's more important to the product of the WM, I mean of the NBA than Giannis Antetokounmpo. And because of that, the NBA understands that, so the NBA champions their players. Now again, the NBA doesn't do everything right, but the NBA does a lot right that a lot of leagues can take from. And I understand funding is, is, is different. I understand that viewership is different. I understand that uh, sponsorships are different. But there should be no reason why a, for a reigning MVP. So that's pretty much saying if Giannis Antetokounmpo said, yo, I like imagine that. Imagine that. Imagine if Giannis Antetokounmpo went to the NBA and said, yo, I have, um, I have Lyme's disease. And my, my doctors, the ones that are not biased, my doctors are telling me that I can't play due to the fact of my, my immune system and I am unable to perform at an effective level with my immune system being as it is and what's going on with this virus. Seeing as though there's players inside the bubble, by the way, that have caught or that have tested positive for Corona. Imagine the NBA then coming and going and saying, you know what, Giannis, um, we hear what you're saying, bro. I respect you. Trust me, I, we respect you. 
but nah, you're not, no, you have to play. No, we don't want to hear nothing. You have to play. Imagine if the NBA said that. That's essentially exactly what the WNBA is doing with Elena Deladon. Yo, Elena, hey, what's up? What's good, girl? Look, we know. All right, we good. We, we got you. But, 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 we can't really tell you this, but we kind of need you to play because you're very important to the league's revenue and, and, and sponsorships. You're really important to that. So, I know you have this health thing, but nah, like, come on. Like, stop playing. Like, we need you to play. Again, the NBA does a lot right. The NBA does a lot wrong. But there is things that the league, that other leagues should take account of. Hell, we can even address, we can even attach that to what's happening with Washington and Dan Snyder. You remember... The Donald Sterling situation, for people that don't know, Donald Sterling was the former owner of the Clippers. He had some wildly racist uh, comments that he was recorded saying. And then his players were, were you know, the, you, you had players like CP3, Chris Paul. In fact, it was pretty much the whole league pretty much saying, yo, we're, we're, get him out of here. Get Donald Sterling out of here. Like, he needs to go. He needs to go. And it wasn't just like, it wasn't just Clippers players. It wasn't just Blake. It wasn't just Chris, DeAndre. No, it was LeBron James saying, yo, he needs to go. It was it was Kevin Durant saying, yeah, nah, that, there's no place for that in the league. And the league was quick. Adam Silver was like, yeah, y'all, y'all right. He's gone. He's banned for life. They forced an owner to sell the team. And it was quick, too. Like, it was swift. Like, that, 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 <laughs> That recording came out on a Monday. He was gone by Wednesday. Why is it so hard for the NFL to do the same thing to Dan Snyder? You know what? I'm going to tell you why it's hard. Because not only does the NBA support its owners. I mean, I mean, not only does the NFL support its owners and, and champion its owners outside of the players, but the pl- See, this is the thing about the NFL, and, and Shannon Sharp alluded to this in, in a different topic, but he alluded to this. The NFL players are so attached to their money that a lot of NFL players are afraid to speak out. And when you do speak out, you're, you're considered a cancer. You're considered a locker room uh, problem. You're considered a, a um, distraction. You're considered a nuisance. Like, look at, look at players that have spoken out, right? Look at look at how they label like look at look at Richard Sherman. Most of the times I hear about Richard Sherman is stuff that he says off the field. Not the fact that he is a Super Bowl winning player. Look at look at look at um um Eric Reed. Hell, look at Colin Kaepernick. Look at Malcolm Jenkins. Look at Odell Beckham Jr. Odell Beckham Jr. Is one of the most talented wide receivers, talent-wise, we've ever seen. But you don't really hear that. You just hear about the antics. You hear about all this, the stuff that he said about his team. Like you heard, you hear all that. NFL players are so attached to the money, which I understand. This is big money getting thrown around. Hell, um, and I'm not saying Patrick Mahomes is one of them. Patrick Mahomes has got a hundred. I mean, a five hundred million dollar contract. 
NFL players are so attached to the money that they don't want to speak out. A lot of them's not going to speak out. Now, yeah, it's easy to speak out about Black Lives Matter because the majority, well, a lot more than the majority of the league is African American. But you're not going to speak out. Why, why would you speak out about some cheerleaders when you don't even pay attention to cheerleaders? Quiet is kept. I get, I get competitive cheerleading. Like, that is just like, keep that. I get that. But the NFL doesn't need cheerleaders. So why would the why would players talk about or why would players come to the defense of a cheerleader, right? Like until the culture, and not just the culture of the NFL, but the culture of the world changes in terms of how we view, how we talk to, how we treat, and how we receive no from a from a woman, this will continue to happen. Again, there should be no reason why Dan Snyder has a job right now, but he does. There should be no reason why Dan Snyder is the owner of the Washington team, but he is. Right now, instead of looking for another owner, (laughs) in fact, you know what's funny? You heard FedEx come out and say, we will stop funding you guys if you don't change the name. You heard Pepsi-Pepco or PepsiCo, whatever it is, said, we will stop funding you if you don't change the name. Nike said, we will remove your products from Nike if you don't change the name. You had all these companies pretty much say, change the name or we're done. I have not heard one of those companies say anything about that allegation report or report that had the allegations of 15 cheerleaders pretty much being pimped out to season ticket owners so the season ticket owners owners can stay i have not heard one one of those organizations be like yeah no we done if if dan snyder's not gone we're done i haven't heard one of them i heard donald trump come out and say, no, man, the the name is, the Washington Redskins should keep the name. It's tradition. I've not heard Trump say one thing about that report. And that right there lies the problem. Until we start treating women right, women will continue to be felt. Or women will continue to feel like second class citizens because quiet as is kept they're treated like second and third class citizens even women in power even a woman like Elena Deladon has to fight her employer for health reasons when the medical doctors say oh yeah you can't play bro like you might want to chill out yet they are saying, nah, you, that's not that's not true. You can play. We got you. Just just come on, we got you. Elena Deladon. Pretty much the same pretty much on the same level, MVP, reigning MVP as Jonathan Tetacupo. She has to fight 
for her right to sit out and get paid before due to medical reasons. It's not like she's sitting out because she just don't feel like playing. It's sitting out because she wants she can't play. With everything that's going on in the world, virus wise, she can't play. And they're still saying, nah, we need you to play. They're not saying, oh no, it's because of the money, but it's because of the money. And again, this whole Washington. The, you know what's crazy though? It was a bombshell like report. I wasn't surprised. When I when I read it, I wasn't I wasn't shocked. Because it's not just Washington culture, it's it's how we view women, bro. How we treat women, how we talk to women, how we respond to women that might turn down advances. Or turn down whatever. Because they have the right to. Let me get off this, man. Let me get off this. Just, just, just treat women better, man. Just, just, you have to understand. We would not be here without a woman. And the world does not turn without a woman. So, why don't you make them feel like they're important? And it's not just, oh, you know, you're important. It's not just, it's not just telling them that on, on any given day. Or it's not just sending them a gift card or something saying hey we appreciate you here at the office it's when for lack of a better term when shit hits the fan or an, uh, something like what happened in Washington happened or when you have a player you, one of your best players to say I can't play due to medical reasons can you guys still pay me because I want to play but I can't and you guys are telling me no that is when you need to really wrap your arms around women and say yeah we got you we support you because again how i don't know how i'd feel if i was a reigning like not reigning if i was a current cheerleader for the washington team and and dan snyder's still the owner and and i and i clearly see that if 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 he can do whatever he wants man that jump those alex those allegations would have put that man in jail if it was if he wasn't in the nfl or an owner, a billionaire. So, that's that. Um, and lastly, before we go, sticking with the NFL, the NFL training camp is start is is planning to start July eighth or July twenty eighth. Uh, I think that today or tomorrow, um, rookies are supposed to report to camp, and the twenty eighth. That's when everyone's supposed to report. However, the NFL still has not um, had clear guidelines in place on what to do with the whole virus or what to do safety-wise. Like the NBA, they have a bubble. The WNBA, they have a bubble. The NHL, they're trying to they're trying to have a bubble. Baseball, they're kind of dealing with the same thing that the, the NFL is dealing with, but they're kind of moving forward like full steam ahead. But the NFL and, and baseball is not as physical, clearly, as a, of a sport than the NFL. With the NFL pretty much released a statement saying, um, you know, training camp starting July 28th. Uh, if you don't report to training camp, we will fine you. They didn't say anything about what guidelines we had, what guidelines we have in place for this corona thing. I think players are saying they want to get tested every day. In the the NFL saying every two or three days, or if you you know 
if you show signs of symptoms. Then here's the thing. This goes back to what we're talking about all the time. The NFL is going to do what's best for the NFL. The NFL don't care about these players. Yeah, you have Patrick Mahomes. They care about Patrick Mahomes as much as they care about. They care. In fact, here's the thing. You have Patrick Mahomes on one table. And you had Jerry Jones at another table. And they said, you have to go with one of these people and the other one you lose forever. Patrick Mahomes is gone. They don't. They care about the money, man. And then you had players like Patrick Mahomes. You had players like Drew Brees. You had J.J. Watt. You had uh, Russell Wilson. Ex- uh, OBJ expressed their concerns about what's going on. Hell, Russell Wilson has a pregnant wife and kids. And that's what he was saying. Like, I have a pregnant wife and kids. There needs to be safety. Drew Brees, we were just killing, what, two or three weeks ago for what he said about Colin Cat or what he said about protesting. He was pretty much saying, hold on, man. Like, we need safety ramifications. Patrick Mahomes, the reigning Super Bowl MVP, largest contract in sports history, saying, yo, we need we need some safety. And they haven't even given it to him. They're, they they still have yet to say, all right, this is this is what we're they still haven't laid out the game plan of what they're gonna do with this virus. Because this virus is still real. And unlike the NBA, unlike the WNBA, unlike uh UFC, unlike uh NHL. The NFL cannot do a bubble because there's too many teams, too many players, too many coaches, too it's just too many, it's just too many factors. Too many teams all spread out. Like the the NBA's bubble worked is because not all teams went. They only brought 22 out of 30 teams. The reason why the WNBA bubble worked, because that bubble's not going to be that long. I think the season's only what, maybe a month or two? The reason why the uh, UFC can have fight islands and bubbles is because there's there's not too many people in the UFC. The reason why the NFL and MLB cannot is because there's too many players, too many coaches, too, and they're too spread out. Hell, <laughs> it's, 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 look, NFL, excuse my French, get your shit together. Because if you don't, you know what? I, I was going to say if you don't, then the players will start retaliating. But that's not the case. Because, like I said before, NFL players, NBA players are so vocal because they have fully guaranteed contracts. Steph Curry can come out there and say F Trump, and he'll still get his contract. <laughs> LeBron James damn near speaks on every social issue, which, he, which he, he has the right to, and I'm glad that he does. But he knows he he's LeBron James. He's still going to get his money. Ain't no endorsements going to leave him. That's LeBron. The NFL has this. The Redskins name change has the Washington allegations with the cheerleaders, has the training camp set with no with no ramifications or no clear concise plan on 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 safety and and on top of that which I'm not even going to get into but they're also trying to uh, cut a or they're trying to do a 40 million salary cap cut to help the owners you know what man <laughs> there you have it 
That has been this week's episode of the Unpopular Podcast. I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. Thank you all again for the birthday wishes yesterday. Um, I love you guys. And and I appreciate everyone that continues to come, continues to listen. Uh, Please subscribe wherever you're listening to. Please tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. And, uh, yeah, just continue to listen. And I appreciate you guys. And treat women with respect. If there's nothing else, treat women with respect. Because Quadras is kept... Even people that hate women, you cannot. You people that hate women cannot. Neg- uh, cannot deny the fact that they are here because of a woman, and there's not going to be any more of them if there's no women. So it's, I think it's time, not just in sports, but definitely sports, but everywhere we treat women with respect. And 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 until next time. Much love.